Welcome into the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios of Fox Sports Knoxville's Fan Run Radio. It is time for three and out. Jake Miller alongside Houston Crest. Hello. Brett Hollander. Tennessee victorious in San Antonio, 79-70. to Vols just go down there. They, they do the thing. They win. Hmm. Josiah Jordan James, the consistency is there. Something that we had asked for quite a bit last year. We finally got it. He's at least played consistent this year, and he's playing very well. Zakai Ziegler also chiming in with 20. Biggest disappointment out of Saturday. Dalton Connect. Yeah, what was the what was the deal there? Was he under the weather? I don't know. Adu didn't play well at all either. It was just number one. It was hard to watch because it was such a late game. It was so hard, in fact, Jake, that I did not watch the whole game. I would say you were not alone. Fell asleep on the old couch. Well, here's my beef that I have with that, Houston. Why would you take a team from East Tennessee and a team from Raleigh, North Carolina, and say, okay, here's the deal, you guys. We're not going to play at the Spectrum Center in Charlotte. We're not going to play at the State Farm Arena in Atlanta. We're going to fly you guys down to San Antonio. Oh, by the way, we're too lazy to get you a special court design, so we're just going to roll out with the Spurs floor, and that's what you guys are going to play on. Oh, and by the way, I know that we're using the Wilson Evo in the NBA now, but we're going to give you one of these old Spalding balls, mm-hmm. and you're going to play with that. Hey, What's this entire event? Se- just a cluster? 79 with that ball is really, really good for us. I mean. Like, I'm not mad about that. That's just. So the Frost Bank uh, Center, Jake, seats 18,354. Pretty big arena, right? Good or nice that's arena. That's a pretty de- decent-sized arena. Do you want to guess the attendance for NC State, Tennessee? Based off of what I saw, what was it, around 4,500? You doubled the actual attendance. There were 2,200. It was 2,400 people. Wow. What a huge success well, that that's, was. Well, that's what I said when this game was on the schedule. I'm like, okay, I, I get it. Like, sometimes you got to play these weird – this is at a weird part in the schedule. It's not some early season tournament. It's just it, – it's a series, which makes no sense because you're not playing anybody more than once. You're not right. playing multiple teams. It's not a tournament bracket. Who is this game for? I, I, I really don't know. The ho- I mean, I, and I'm I'm saying that I realize there were probably some Tennessee fans in Texas who got to go see Tennessee play for maybe the only time they'll get to see him this year. The caller Matthew. Yeah, he went. Uh, now he did go see him in North Carolina, which is really ironic that he went to North Carolina to see us play a team from North Carolina, and now he's gone to San Antonio to see us play a team from North Carolina. Right. But this game on the schedule, I just I don't know who it was for. Congrats to the Hall of Fame. I guess good job. You got you had probably I don't know what y- your projection was, but I'd say there's nowhere you you came close to what you wanted to sell ticket wise. No. And I guess the viewership was probably yeah, pretty bad yeah. uh overall. I mean, maybe if it had been Tennessee Duke or something, but a lot of people across the country probably not very interested in watching NC State. Um If it were Tennessee Duke, there would have been people that took a nap early in the day that way they yeah, knew they'd be right. energized exactly. to watch this game. Exactly, this game, it's over with. That's probably yeah. the best thing about it. We won. That's it. Yes, it's over, and we won. And DJ Burns somehow made it through the game. Good lord, he is just—he's a biggin. He got big, big. He's a biggin. Did you, <laughs> Barnes? After the game, like, hey, we knew they were going to go through him, but we knew if we kept the tempo up, he'd struggle in the second <laughs> half. It's like, well, 
All right, Rick, that's one way to just say he's fat, but uh, what did, he said something else, DJ Burns, like, oh, yeah, we, we wanted to bully them. Like, well, you didn't he, – he wasn't bad. No. He didn't have a double-double, though, right? He got to double digits, but I don't think he got double-digit rebounds. 15 points. He only had five rebounds. He also had five assists. Five assists. We said we yep. noticed that last week. We were looking at one of his box scores, and yeah. it's like eight assists. He's dealing. It's probably because when they drop the ball down to him, they're collapsing it on him, and he's just able to find the open yep. man out behind the arc. I mean, that's where that's coming from. He's just – No, he was patient down there. He's not a bad yeah. player. I mean, I – I get he it, man. He plays so much like Zach Randolph. He just doesn't have a jumper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly – I mean, he that soft lefty hook was all day on Adu. He does play a lot Adu like never Zubo. played him aggressive, though. I think Adu was still under the weather a little bit. I he don't think he been. had his energy. I mean, to have zero fouls, the guy's just – I mean, foul him. <laughs> He's, yeah. Be aggressive. Try and block a shot. Yeah, four yeah. turnovers, no blocks for Adu. Yeah, it feels like he was not feeling it. Connect only gets 19 minutes. Like was he sick? Did they say that he was a little sick? He was just he was he was struggling. He could not dribble. No. He was no. turning the ball over left and right. He might have had the Adu flu. I don't know what was going on with him. But mm. I mean that's where your depth come in. You know we talk about it all the time now. You know you had guys, other guys step up. Mac <laughs> wasn't there, and other guys were there. Zakai Ziegler plays thirty nine minutes. We've seen this before. Seven of seventeen from the field, four of eight from three. Though you'll take that. Eight assists for Zakai. A lot of people saying he's uh, he's back. I hope so. Is he? I hope so. Mm. I mean, seven of seventeen from the field, not great, but you take twenty points and eight assists from him just about every time. I'm not. I'm still not sure. I want him getting thirty nine minutes a, a night. He was the only one that was feeling it though. Like he was oh, the only one I disagree. Well. Josiah. He only got twenty nine well, minutes think, and dropped twenty three. I think uh, Barnes. That little message he sent him. You know, when he benched him for the last 15, mm-hmm. 20 minutes, probably lit a fire under him. Five of seven from three, six of ten from the floor was Josiah. And some pretty clutch threes, too. Like, yeah. every time NC State would cut it to, you know, three, two, or one, they'd, just, they'd find Josiah for a deep three. That was the frustrating part. We'd get up nine, ten points and think, oh, I can go to bed early. And then, boom, they'd go on a little yep. mini yep. 7 0 yep. run. Yeah. And he'd get down to one. You're like, dang, I think they might have tied it at one point late. And you both know, teams like, shot 44.4% from three. Every time we would get a nine-point lead. It's like their magic number. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. like, But seriously, it's crazy. If you look at the like the little game flow chart, like we get up by nine, and then here they come. We get up by nine, and then here they come. It's like they didn't want to go down double digits. They did not. And then we won by what? Nine. One by nine. It's the magic number. Nine might be the magic number. The spread at one point was eight and a half, and then it jumped up to nine and a half. Before tip off, that's they're so good at that. So I it's hope so ludicrous how good they are at setting these lines for basketball. Like, I what? hope you took the spread before the line shifted. So good. Mm-mm-mm. I had a teaser on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Remind yeah. me again what a teaser is. A teaser is where, where you, you take... tease. You can tease the lines up or down by a certain amount of points, yes. right? Yeah. So I did a three leg teaser and got it down to about minus one ten odds. Clutch. There you go. Life is good. A little double your money action. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what what else happened in the world of college basketball this weekend? Did uh, Arizona and Purdue played? That was a good game. Yeah, that was who, a good game. Who won? Uh, Purdue. Purdue. Really? Yeah. I think it was – they won by six, I think, something like that. They won eight. by eight. Yeah. 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 Wow, really? I – uh, they, got a, they got it bigger in the first half. I didn't even realize that they played, but I've been just kind of keeping 
what little bit I have been on college basketball, I've been thinking like, man, maybe Arizona really is the best team in the country, but Purdue. That's I mean, it was there basically you go. a home game for Purdue. I mean, it was right there in Indianapolis or wherever. Yeah, yeah still. I mean, but, Indiana yeah. gave Kansas all they wanted. That yeah, guy that the guy that killed us killed Arizona. That lawyer guy, Fletcher. Fletcher. I think he had, thir- I think he had thirty. Twenty-seven. Yeah. And Edie kind of took over late. I that think. actually makes me feel a little bit better. They were leaving wide open because they're doubling. They're having a double. Yeah, yeah. Edie, but like, right? that's what you do. Like Ryan Klein, that's like the best game he's ever had. And I thought maybe that was the case with Lawyer, but maybe Lawyer's actually just pretty good. Yeah. So okay, I can. He very well could be. We're getting we're getting a little better. My brother told me. My brother, you know, works for a medical company, and he said Ryan Klein's one of the reps in. Oh, uh, he's probably the best salesman in, like, in the territory, Fort Wayne, Indiana, or something. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, if you're a Purdue fan and Ryan Klein, you're like, "Hey, buddy, I'll buy whatever you sell and just come on." I remember that game you had against Tennessee, (laughs) brother. You were you were on fire and couldn't miss. Goodness. Uh, Kentucky beats North Carolina, eighty-seven, eighty-three. Oh, what a terrible ending to that game. Which one? Oh, yeah. Why they brought back in that point guard? He was awful all game. I know, and then that one that a, killed us. He, he had like yeah. ten assists, no turnovers against us. But I mean, to make a boneheaded decision like he did, yeah, it's like your guy's not even paying attention, and you just throw it right at his back, mm-hmm. and then you try to save it, and by the time you try to save it, it's too late, and it's like, well, guess what? You just cost your team yeah, the game. And then he's so mad at the other guy, you know, he's like putting his hands up, like, why'd you turn around? It's like because I'm running the play for R.J. Davis, who was killing Kentucky. Yeah, but no, they. Um, that was a good game though, too. I mean. A lot of good games. Alabama game Creighton was awesome. Like I think that led into our game. Yeah. Yeah, Creighton eighty five, Bama eighty two. The biggest shock of the day. Michigan State absolutely mm. just trounces Baylor. Yeah, I just saw that. Baylor was undefeated, number six in the country going into this game. It was like fifty to fifteen at halftime or something. Like crazy. Forty five seventeen at the half. Man. That's nuts. They won eighty eight to sixty four. Some people said that about Michigan State, though. They said with all the young players, it might take them a while to kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, we go up there and win in that exhibition, and I'm thinking, oh, man, maybe we're pretty good. Then they lost, like, yeah. what, three out of four or something. Yeah. I mean, they're five. They're a five-and-five five basketball team right now. Mm-hmm. That's, you, you're not used to you seeing that see next to – No, the bracket no you don't. That's for sure. No, you <laughs> don't. We learned that lesson. I mean, just Izzo and March, terrifying. Always terrifying. He's just problem with this team is like you got to get in. You're at five and five, and that's not exactly an easy league to roll through. I mean, you said it. Indiana takes Kansas to the wire, led by eight at halftime. Kansas is pretty good. Dickinson drops seventeen and fourteen again. That guy's ridiculous. Mm-mm-mm. You know, being good at basketball under Rick Barnes, you, you really mm-hmm. get an appreciation for how many players you end up hating at some point. <laughs> like Dickinson. I'm not going to add DJ Burns to that list, but there was a while there where yeah. I thought I might hate him. <laughs> Fletcher Lawyer, Ryan Klein. Just, I don't really have a problem with Baycott. Hate Zach Eady. Hate it. <laughs> like, what do you do? He's just like, he's a seven-foot Shrek. He's a bulkier Wimby is what he is. Yeah. Like, they're both 7'4". Yeah, but he can't put it on the floor. No, and yeah, all that he, stuff. No. But he's just—he's more yeah. He can just clear anything. so yeah. much space, and they don't call three seconds on him. The guy just lives in the paint. Oh well. I mean, it people say let him get his, but he won't—he wouldn't miss. Like if you just sat there and let him go one on one, he probably could score every point of the game. Yeah, if he wanted to. he really could drop like seventy. Like 
This was the plan. Then they just kick it out to Lawyer. Maybe we should have just had a Zach Turner. Just go in there and just hammer him. Well, that's all he said, Euros. Like, you just send send somebody in there and hammer him. Send a goon, yeah. Just hammer him one good time. Not saying – I mean, uh, Toby, I thought, was really good on Saturday for us, too. I mean, what, do you have 15 rebounds? I don't know if it was 15. I thought it was 12. He was – oh, well, 12 still. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. He was just right at his average for you, I think, too, Houston. 12 rebounds, 5 points. Mm-hmm. He's one under because, of course, he was. But that still brings his season average up like a tenth of a point, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. I'm getting there towards Hickman <laughs> owing me a dinner at Ye Old Steakhouse. <laughs> Toby has averaged 6 points a game. He is at – drum roll, please. Don't actually do the drum roll. He's at 4.7. Up from 4.4 last week. <laughs> We're climbing. The arbitrary six-point number. Here he comes. Well, What's you've got heaven? that, and you've got the Adu scoring in your back pocket too. So mm-hmm. that's good. Well, well, didn't score last game. No, yeah, but he went over yeah, 17 yeah. again. So yeah, we're we're dead even. Because did you did you know about our Bolitnikov bet? No. Okay, so before the season. First of all, Hickman's so weird. He loves Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm like, you are just like all the other dumb media members who, if his name was Tom Jones, well, no, that's actually a famous name too. If his name was Tom Smith, no one would care. But because it's Marvin Harrison Jr., of course, everyone, because he had a good year this year, but I don't think he was better. He definitely wasn't better than Malik Neighbors. So I took the field, Jake. The field for the Bolitnikoff. Hickman Marvin took Harrison. Marvin Harrison. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many votes Marvin Harrison won the Bolitnikoff by? No. I'm not even kidding. I read the article. This is the actual breakdown. One. One vote cost me the bet, which is fine. I'm fine with it so because what do you have to do? I owe him a dinner at Yield Steakhouse. But then he bet that Jonas Adu wouldn't go over 17 yep. points again, and he did, so now we're even. So the big bet now is – I think this is the only bet we have left on the board. Right now, it's yeah. Toby Awaka averaging six points or more for the season – He's at four, what did I just say, 4.7? Yep. Yes, up from 4.4. Up from 4.4. We're, we're climbing. We're climbing. But I need, Poor Hickman. I need him to drop in like an 18. Yeah, so you know more about this. Uh, uh, for those listening, Adam Hickman was supposed to be here this morning. <laughs> had uh, had plans to be here after skipping Nate's last week. <laughs> and then I get a text from Jake yesterday. Hickman's stuck in Dallas. I'll be in to help out in the morning. Yeah. Why is he stuck in Dallas? Well, he was stuck in Dallas. Oh, okay. So their flight got delayed. I don't know if it was a connecting flight into Dallas or a direct flight into Dallas, but I get a call on Saturday, and he's huffing and puffing. I mean, <gasps> mm. hey, bud, the hell's wrong with you? Oh, we uh, we just missed our flight by two minutes, so now we're stuck in Dallas. I'm Should like, run a little faster. I was like, okay, well. Get to the airport. <laughs> I was like, you, you going to stay at the airport? Like, well, what what are you doing? Uh, we're probably just going to get a hotel if it comes down to it. I'm like, well, find something to do in Dallas. Dallas is a nice city. Find you something to do. I got another text. This is yesterday morning. And he's like, hey, man, I'm going to need you to cover for me tomorrow. <laughs> I'm stuck in Charlotte. I'm like, how did you get from Dallas to Charlotte? Did, what time was this? This was early morning. Like He was stuck in Charlotte yesterday morning? Yes. When did he go from Dallas? That's three and a half hours. And then. Oh, was, it snow, was he snowed in? That's bogus. Oh, no. He's like, 
we're having to Uber back to Knoxville. And I'm just like, dude, do you just want me to come and get you? What like, would an Uber cost from Charlotte? That's like $500. Was he with Oh, let's find mother? out. Let's pull out the handy-dandy Uber app. Yeah, Uber me to Charlotte right now. How does was that he work, with other too? guys? Yes. Yeah, a few. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he gets to split it. But, like, but still. how does that work if you're the Uber driver in Charlotte? Like, that's got to be... Then I got to drive back by myself because I'm one of the odds I'm going to find somebody in Knoxville who needs to Uber to Charlotte. Like it's a one way, yeah, it's a one way trip guess. for you. Let's see here. Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, that's the name of the city and the state. That's, so, at what point did he fly from Dallas to Charlotte? Because I thought they were yesterday, coming out and getting a yesterday hotel morning. Yesterday, so they stayed in Dallas overnight. And then got up yesterday. And then and caught, I think, caught the flight to Charlotte. Okay. And then got to Charlotte at in the morning, mm. and is stuck there, which I feel like an adult, it an adult ra- would know how to get out of Charlotte. I know it was raining quite a bit, but that wouldn't affect just, you at all. Just a little water. Yep. Surely didn't take him that long to decide on an Uber. He's probably just tired from his trip. Mm. Just wanted to yeah. lay low. Ah, I get it. Yeah. I don't necessarily blame him. Yeah. I can't even. Except that he just got a week off. Oh, my goodness. It's not even letting me pull it up. What do you mean? Like, I'm typing in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm typing in landmarks like Bank of America Stadium. I'm typing in Spectrum Center. It's not even pulling up. Mm. I guarantee you, they paid $800. Uh, for a Sunday afternoon? For a Charlotte Uber driver to bring them home. What's well, a one-way rental car? That's what they should have done. Well, I mean, I know it would have been, a, yeah, but apparently they're too young. Oh yeah, that's true. Which is just funny to me. Remember when we had those issues at the pool company, and my go-to line every time he needed help was, "Well, hang on about five minutes. Dad's coming to fix it." <laughs> well, Dad couldn't fix this one. There ain't nothing you can do about that. How many people was he with? Three. I think. I don't know. Two, three. Hmm. What is wrong with him? So much. So, so, so much. He's disgusting. Um. Okay. Well, let's get off the jerk topic. <laughs> <laughs> um. The portal was portaling oh, over the weekend. Jeez. Uh, uh, I'm going to stay quiet. Houston, I've got a rant. No good. That's That's what I want. Uh, uh, where do you want to start? Um, do you want to start on our news or the bad news? Well, I mean, we could just start with the obvious here that um, we know, we got some good news, guys. I mean, we got we got some good news over the weekend. But I mean, the fact of the matter is, is, guys are not going to play where they actually want to play. They're just going wherever's going to give them the biggest bag. Right, well, that's, and that's well, I think it's a little bit of both. But yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, right now it's becoming a problem. It's not a full blown like holiday emergency quote the great Clark Griswold but <laughs> eventually it's going to get so bad in the portal contracts are just going to be getting thrown around left and right because they're going to have to institute a contract at some point with some of this stuff otherwise you're going to have like 50 Tate Martells in the transfer portal each year that's when it's going to become a problem I mean it's a it's a little bit of it's a problem but like uh, the good stuff is being reported on like Mm -hmm. the big numbers being thrown out but no one's gonna 
very few people will talk about, hey, at the end of this cycle, you know, 3,000 kids entered the portal and only 1,400 actually got to go to another school. 1,600 kids are just forever in the portal and didn't get picked up by another school and their career's over. Whereas they could have stayed at their other school and gotten their degree and used their scholarship and maybe even played and helped out. But now, like, if you're not in the portal and a guaranteed difference maker, teams would rather recruit a high school player. Like, it, But if you're in the portal and you're very, very good, like, yeah, you're going to get scooped up immediately. And some of these guys are getting paid for one year. You yeah. Know, that's all oh, they yeah. got. I mean, why, would you rather spend the money, develop a guy that's 18 – that's going to be with your program for you know, three years, or you know, as we've seen, people are paying for one year of you know. But yeah, we need to talk about that because the yeah. the Lane Kiffin plan is very, very interesting to me. Uh, it very well might work, and it might not. But you know, something else to think about is think about all these parents and all these handlers that are just gaslighting these kids. Oh yeah, that just think that they're the next Michael Jordan or the next Jerry Rice or what have you, and the kids believe that it's like when the parent looks at the kid and says you're going to the nfl you're going to be the next jerry rice okay well, why is he third string at kent state looking to transfer yeah and then if he, he was that good he would be then a he's starter. Bl- then he's blaming the coaches and then he's transferring yeah yeah oh i'm just not getting my opportunity no you were told you're really good and you're just not that good yeah or, or you're not working hard enough to you know utilize your potential you've been gaslit your whole life yeah that's the problem. It's worse now than it's ever been. Basketball is even worse. I mean, we've seen that with a couple of guys that have came through here, i.e. a five-star that has finally played at the same school consistently for two years for the first time probably since he was in middle school in Brandon Huntley-Hatfield. Mm. Like, I played for a different team each year. I was surprised that he didn't enter the portal last year. But they're they're so good this year. Mm-mm. He's still at Louisville, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good. Mm-mm. They're so good. Mm-mm. He is having the time of his life. I be- I hope he is. I wish him well. What did they did they lose again over the weekend? I'm sure they did. I don't even know why I had to ask that question. Oh no, they had that whole story with their coach and that player. Well, which one, the spandex story, or there was uh, another one? The, There's a spandex story. Yeah, I haven't heard the spandex one. Wait, you really? This was like two weeks ago. They had a player, and it was like late in the game, and he told the player to go check in, and the player said, "I can't. I don't. Oh, I don't yeah, have I the right spandex. Like tights I tights or whatever yeah, they my, wear I, under their shorts. I don't do what. Yeah. Then you just don't wear spandex. No, no, no. But he, he does. He but does. he didn't like the ones that he had on. The one the team he provided. Wanted, he wanted these very specific types of spandex, and the coach said he's never had those here. Adidas doesn't make those for us. Like, we have Adidas spandex or tights or whatever you want to call them. And the player refused to go in the game. And now... You, you got to be kidding me. No, I mean, to... You know, I mean, the coach is... He's not very... What is his name? Why can't I remember his name? Who? The coach Louisville. Louisville. Kenny Payne? Payne, yeah. <laughs> Major Payne. Payne. <laughs> uh, like, he, he... I mean, he roasted the kid. Like, he lit him up to the media, which is what I would have done. But it's also tough... For Kenny Payne to like come down on anybody because I don't know what's what's his record at Louisville has has he does he have double digit wins at Louisville yet? 
They're like, five and six this year. They won yesterday. Okay, that's pretty Huntley good. Huntley Hatfield led them with 20. 20 and 12. They mm. played Pepperdine. They had 20 and 11 the night before. Or uh, the game, the game before. before. Game before on Wednesday against Arkansas State. Look at him. They lost look Arkansas at, State. Oh. <laughs> but look at Brandon Honey, Huntley Hatfield coming into his own. Hatley Huntfield. Hatley Batley. Yeah, I mean, look at these wins they got this year. UMBC, that's a giant killer, folks. Yeah, powerhouse. Coppin State. Powerhouse. New Mexico State. Big powerhouse. Bellarmine and Ooh. Pepperdine. Is Bellarmine the team that <laughs> that one game they never dribbled? They would always just pass the ball around. That sounds right. Which like TV they did show against Kentucky or something. Pepperdine? Yeah. There was a TV show? There was a TV show on Nickelodeon that was filmed there. Oh, uh, I don't know. Do you? Yeah, Zoe 101. What is it called? Zoe 101. Yeah, I've never heard is of it. Is that a Disney? No, it's Nickelodeon. Oh, Nickelodeon. Had Jamie Lynn Spears in it. Mm. Oh, that's weird I'm you big, know that. I'm a big fan of Jamie Lynn Spears. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Send it to break, you creep. Gross. She's like older than me, dude. No, she was a little girl on that show, and it's disgusting. I was a little boy in that show. <laughs> Golly. Make uh, me look bad. That's what made it funny. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Send us a break. You're listening to 3 and Out right here on Fan Run Radio. He had to call in sick. So he got on the horn to his cousin Leroy, who lived out in the sticks. He said, Santa's really counting on me, and I hate to pass the buck. Leroy said, hey, I'm on my way, and he jumped in his pickup truck. When Leroy got to the North Pole, all the rain... This is an Adam Hickman bumper, if I've ever heard it. It's not bad. It's, yeah. it's kind of fun. Nah. No? Don't like it? No. I don't know. Which I, I'm, I'm weird about Christmas music and Christmas dinner and all that stuff in general. What do you... Weird, how weird? What, what, do you, what do you mean? Like... Does anybody else just ever get tired of going to Christmas dinner and it's always the same food that you never eat at any other time of year and then all the leftovers just get thrown away? It's like, here, take some leftovers. Here, take some leftovers. Guess what? The reason they're wanting you to take those leftovers is because nobody there wants it. And what then do you, you what don't do, want whoa, it. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what are you having for Christmas dinner? Oh, like turkey, ham, oh, mashed yeah, potatoes. See, we don't do that. See, I told my mother, I said, Instead of just cooking all that junk, why don't we just do a Go to Wendy's and get a Biggie meal. That's what you said, isn't it? No, I said make a thing of lasagna. Mm. Red sauce, very festive. Use Italian sausage. (laughs) Thanks. I like Italian sausage. No, we do uh, do like either prime rib or uh, tenderloin. Nice. Yeah. Because it's you know it's Christmas, and we just had turkey at Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I don't like ham. Uh, well, it depends on the ham. It does depend on the ham. Virginia ham is great. Virginia ham. It's very good. I like a spiral ham. I'll bring you some Virginia ham. What's the difference? It just it's saltier. I like salty. Salty ham. We do honey baked. Yeah, honey baked ham, delicious. I like salty ham. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. a big slab of that salty meat. It is. Between two picks to bread. Well, in Houston, if you get sauces or 
one of those dishes all over your couch. All you have to do is take it over to Sun Upholstery and Fabric. <laughs> this get, is true. Hey, they'll get you taken care of. If you're tired of looking at that piece of furniture that, you know, Sally May spilled her cranberry sauce on, just go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric, locally and family owned and operated with 67 combined years of experience, 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865-237-3272 or visit them online at fabricsun.com. That's fabricsun.com. Tell Stan you heard about it. Right here on Fan Run Radio. That's Sally May. <laughs> Tell you what, man. Yeah. When she drinks on the holidays, the it is too. over. There's the couch too, man. I can't turn your brightness up. I can't see that. Oh. You, how do you even? How do you read? You're it's like you're looking at a dark screen. Buddy, you ain't supposed to read. It's on Craigslist. Why are you? Why are you couch shopping on Craigslist? Well, Houston, circumstances change. You need a couch, man. Don't go, don't don't do that. Houston. Then you got to go somewhere and pick it up. Well, it's, That's it's free. Even worse, buy a couch. No, it's free. But you need to. Nothing free is going to be that good. But it's a sectional with an ottoman. It's seen better days, but it's a free couch off a of Craigslist. This, there's a reason it's free. There's a reason it's it free. probably smells unbearable. It very well might, but that's what we have stand for. That smells like chicken casserole and urine, probably. That'd be my guess. I What's thought it? you'd try and put stuff on Craigslist to make some money. <laughs> right. Buddy, if you just want rid of something, you'll you'll just put I it just out there. I just thought you'd throw it the, out by the road. But yeah, just put it on some street I'm sure corner. you've driven past plenty that's all on the side of the road. Oh, there's a recliner. I'll take that. Someone is giving away an elliptical. <laughs> I'm, Chris, it, I'm Christmas shopping. Houston. It almost works. Christmas worked. shopping. <laughs> yes, I don't want anything from you this Christmas. No. Tell you what, you just you go ahead and save the truck space. <laughs> Unless you got like a secret Santa party, you're coming. Is that Febreze? No. Okay, Houston. Jake. Grow, get growed up, will you? I'm just saying, man. I'm Christmas shopping. Are those free too? Yes, actually. <laughs> Sorry, we're going to be an adult on this show and not tell you what he's looking at. Who would listen? <laughs> that has to be a joke. You would show up there and they would just they'd film you and put you on YouTube. Here's an open pack of ham. <laughs> <laughs> here's some here's, spoiled milk. <laughs> here's seven eggs. Oh my goodness! Expi- expiration. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Would you rather good for boiling, but don't make an omelet out of these? Would you rather good take for that egg in houses? <laughs> would you rather take that free couch, or would you rather watch uh, some of the bowl games that happened this weekend? Bowl games on the couch I have. I don't think I watched much of the bowl games. This week. You didn't watch I the did. Myrtle Beach Bowl? I was. I think it was no. Came on at eleven on Saturday. It was great. The FCS semifinals were more competitive than any of these bowl games that I watched. Who was it? North Dakota State uh, and Montana. No, but who got the big win where that kicker kicked a field goal and he never kicked one before? Jacksonville State. Yeah, Jacksonville yeah. State. Good yeah. for that guy. Good Coached for him. by Rich Rod, I think, right? Is he there now? I think he's down there. I think wow. that's Rich Rod. Yeah. yeah. Took over for, was that was that where Dion was? Yeah. No, no. State? He was at that Jackson was Jackson State, State which it gets Jackson? confusing. Yeah, okay. And this Tell Jacksonville me. State is in Alabama, not right. Florida. Uh, okay. And Jackson State's in Mississippi. Yes. Yeah. And Jack, yeah, it, and so Jackson State won this week. Jacksonville State. No, I'll get there. Like I said, it's confusing. <laughs> it's like, Jackson State is like navy and silver. Jacksonville State is red and white. That's like we always get confused with 
now they're just calling Louisiana. It's like right. Louisiana Lafayette or is it Louisiana Monroe? Just Louisiana. But it was Lafayette. Yeah. So now we have the Raging Cajuns. So still. now we have ULM. Mm-hmm. And then we have UL. Can't believe it. Football's almost over and you're poo-pooing the bowl games. They're not entertaining. None of these bowl games matter anymore. Got one today, 2.30. Who? Western Kentucky and Old Dominion. Two powerhouses. You're right. It is two powerhouses. Is uh is our boy Helton still at Western Kentucky? I don't know where Tyson he is. Helton? Right? Isn't that who it was? That was Tyson Helton. Hardly knew ye. The guy that was basically sitting on his phone, scrolling through Twitter, the Vanderbilt game, his lone year. Well, didn't he get play calling taken away from him? Yeah, so he literally just sat up in the booth and did nothing. Hey, if if the coach is going to mingle in your affairs that much and it's Jeremy Pruitt, just let him go out and do what he wants. What a waste. Very much so. Very much a waste. I mean, was that just the biggest waste of three years in program's history? Yes, yes. How would you compare that to the Derek Dooley tenure? Um, see, with Dooley, like Which that he, was a panic hire, right? Yeah, but. that's that's what I was gonna say. Like with Dooley, you you weren't expecting to have to hire anyone, right? Um, and especially in such short short notice. But you know, USC falls to their ninth or tenth choice. They take Kiffin. You're left scrambling. Um, you probably should have just named an interim for a year. Mm-hmm. Or, or absolutely opened up the checkbook and just demanded that you go and get a really good established coach. Yeah, uh, They had Cutcliffe lined up. He was ready to come, but he wanted to bring his staff from Duke, and they said no because we don't want to have to buy out some of the guys that are already on this staff, which was just looking back really, really dumb. Then you go and get a coach from La Tech who had gone 500 the year before. He did have an eight and eight and four season the year before that, um, but the joke was that Mike Hamilton was just mass texting, really? and he and Dooley was like one of the first guys that replied back, and so that's how we mm. got him in for an interview. So, that's panic hire, and then if Jeremy Dooley Brooke. could have hired a couple of good defensive minds, like I don't think he, he was never going to win the SEC, but he the dude could build an offense. Minus offensive line. Well, yeah, right. Well, that entire offensive line that last year went pro. I mean, yeah, but he just didn't have anybody no, yeah, to replace he just, him. He didn't recruit anybody. Like, that. his last year we did not sign an offensive lineman, which in collegiate recruiting is punishable by death. Yes. You just can't – you can't not sign offensive linemen. You know, Dooley with the portal might have been the man. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe he was just – he was just too early. walking into a room. I could. It got Cordell Patterson, didn't it? Oh, he could sell. He could sell <laughs> receivers, man. Come on down here. We're gonna throw the ball fifty times a game. We got plenty to go around. That's why he turned out to be what a wide receivers coach for Dallas? Yeah, left yeah. Here. He kept Des Bryant in you know somewhat good standing for a while, and then Cordell scored yesterday. Yeah, he did. Think about that. You would have had Justin Hunter, Cordell Patterson, and if he doesn't get in trouble. They Rick Rogers mm-hmm. all on the same roster and a good tight end of Michael Rivera. All pros. <laughs> yeah. Well our they, whole offense was pros. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Day Rick, he he went pro for like four days. He would have he, he would have been. Yeah, if he could have kept his nose clean, man. He's he's one of the 
Like, if you want to talk about just prototype of, like, physicality, speed, hands, like, Dayrick was one of the best I've ever seen. I mean, you got to think, at one point, we had two guys on that team in 2010. Both could have been phenomenal talents, and both of them are just waste. Who was our running back? Uh, you had Marlon Lane. Marlon Lane. Mm-hmm. Poole was already gone. Rajon Neal. Rajon Neal. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you. Those are the two that stand out. Yeah. You had Dayrick Rogers and Jans and Jackson on the same roster at one <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Wait, did we have Jans in or was he gone by then? No, he he was one of the few from Kibben's class that actually stayed. Mm, okay. Because all those other guys left. Bryce Brown. What a time. Oh, yeah, Bryce Brown. New keys. <laughs> <laughs> those poor guys from Union County. Ain't got nothing but a cheeseburger. <laughs> New keys Richardson. Man, man. Did not expect didn't, to talk about New Keys Richardson. Today. No, didn't have it on my bingo card. Well, there it is. Thank you, Jake. Somebody won. Bingo. Goodness. But, I mean, the thing with the Jeremy Pruitt hire, man, that one, that was a thought-out decision. Yeah, that, that's what I was saying. Like, you were saying what was Dooley. I was like, Dooley was like you kind of got pushed into a corner. Pruitt was let's hit the reset button, let's bring in a new AD, and let's really think about it. And it was, ironically, though, it was him or Mel Tucker. Like, it was going to be a complete catastrophe no matter what. Wouldn't even call Jamie. Don't you blame Kirby for that? They were, you know, who's that defensive coordinator under Saban and hit lightning in a bottle and they, you're trying to do the same thing? Yeah, a little bit for sure. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that worked for them. Let's, which I mean, is. Same with Muschamp. I mean, then Muschamp bounced around, you know, he was yeah. supposed to be the next big thing. Muschamp, uh, Dan Mullen didn't pan out. He was the best of those guys. Though. He was the best. Remember how everyone thought Charlie Strong was going to be the next big Oh, yeah. Too? He, he was, was rumored he, here, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he got interviewed. Yeah. Dave Hart interviewed him. Like He was supposed to be here. He he apparently accepted the job, but they didn't make him sign anything. Then he went back and talked to his team and his family and had a change of heart, and that's when we had to go meet Butch Jones at, like, a roadside diner. <laughs> what a disaster. Well, remember, we had to steal though. him back from Colorado. He was going to Colorado. I wish and then we had Peyton go. Manning put in the call to get us Butch Jones. What are we? Good times. Good times. What a well-run athletic program mm-hmm. we were. Yes. Stay with us. Final segment, hour number one, coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. Mustang GT. Gifo, you got Jeff first 12 days to Christmas. I know that. I Guarantee you can find all that on Craigslist. Guarantee. <laughs> what are you doing there, Jake? Oh, I'm Christmas shopping. <laughs> Found a dishwasher. This man's got a used water heater, only needs some parts. <laughs> 91 Ford Taurus. Runs good, needs motor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What if that's what I did for Christmas this year? I just got somebody something off of Craigslist. If you made it like a bit and everybody – I mean, if you could do it and find good stuff, it'd be kind of funny. I know what I'm getting my brother. An electric organ and piano. It's wood. Looks good. Does it sound good? 
Don't know. Probably mm-hmm. needs motor. But that's his present. That's going to be his present. And what you can't find on Craigslist is good business and team apparel, Houston. <laughs> can't do that there. But you can do that at SM Athletics. This is true. Yeah, just send an email to Jake at smathletics.com for more info. Top-notch quality. Customization. Hmm. Did you pay for this live read? It's paid for. Huh. It's paid for. It's been paid for. Just, just curious. Paid for a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Absolutely. I'm saying you because it's like coming back to you. Yeah. Jake. Okay. That's hey, fine. Just gotta make, make, gotta make it happen, man. Just making sure, making sure we're uh, staying up to par yeah, on we're, our. We're up to par. Accounting. Yeah. Top-notch products. Top-notch quality. Customization. Great commercials. Absolutely. That is a great commercial. Just plain bad coach. When are you going to give me that hat? Which hat? The one you have on. You want it? I want one like it. Okay, we can make that happen. I want one just like it. Only at SM Athletics. <laughs> That's it. So, looking at the NFL standings right now, Houston, I was today years old when I figured out that Denver might actually have a chance. Big Denver fan? My buddy's a big Denver fan. Hmm. I'm going to watch the Titans play the Jags here in a couple of weeks. Why? Because the tickets were free, Houston. There you go. And then I passed it off to my buddy like I paid a hundred and some odd dollars for him. Told him Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes. Well, hope he's not listening. Cheaper now that they're eliminated, right? Uh, yeah. Buddy, they were free. I mean, you can't get much uh, cheaper than free. Yeah, they might be paying you to go. Got to fill the stands. Uh, he offered, sell those hot dogs. Well, he offered <laughs> to drive. So, there it is. I don't know. The food at Nissan Stadium is it's okay. Uh, I've never been to a game at Nissan. I've been to several concerts. Is the food bad? I mean, basically giving you cold nachos, man. That's a, that's a bad. Okay, Charles Barkley. <laughs> but they ain't no, he's got a point, though. There's nothing worse than that, man. There's nothing worse than that. Titans are out of contention. Uh, officially eliminated. Will Levis yes. got absolutely mauled yesterday. Was Mark- it that- he just got like the guy was getting blocked and he got rolled up under, right? His like yeah, it wasn't his, like he got his leg got rolled under and then he flipped backwards and then looked like fla- flailed like I mean, a wet cat as he walked off on his own. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's obviously no. That was that was great news. He didn't come back in the game though, did he? It was late. It was overtime. Yeah, right? they, when they, they never got the ball back. No, they never did. That was a pretty baller kick by Fairbairn though. Oh yeah, I didn't think they. I didn't think he'd make it, and then he. It would have been good from probably because what was it fifty five yards? I think it would have yeah. been good from about sixty five. Basically, 65. last play of the game. They almost oh, yeah. tied. It was the last play. I mean, he but he yeah. crunched it like he absolutely yeah. kicked the hell out of that ball. After uh, Singletary had run one about thirty yards for a touchdown. I wish that had been it. Like I just like so okay, we'll, we'll whatever. Off. But then yeah. there's like this bit of hope that hey, maybe we won't lose, but we'll they, tie. If they tied, they're not eliminated. <laughs> right. Which, like, God bless Charlie, and. All these Titans fans who oh, like really tried to convince themselves like uh, last week, like, hey, our path to the playoffs is not that crazy. And it's like, I mean, yes, technically there is still a path available, but you guys should probably just surrender yourselves to the fact that you're probably not going to make the playoffs and you need to probably need be thinking higher, about a draft pick. Yeah, a higher pick, yeah. Maybe an offensive lineman or two or three, maybe, because uh, they are pretty poor. I mean – Let's call this like it is, guys. The Titans are never going to do anything. They're one of what, what, four teams that have never made a Super Bowl? They've made a Super Bowl. They made a Super Bowl. They or, lost. Or won a Super they Bowl. They just didn't win me. it. Yeah. They've never won it. They're also, you know, relatively like, as the Titans relatively new. They were the Oilers before then, though, man. Right. 
Did the, did the Oilers ever win one? No. So it's okay. The entire franchise has never yeah. won one. Yeah, they're not very good. Uh, it definitely feels like they missed a really good window where you had a, a defense and an offense that was good enough, but you just never were quite good enough at quarterback. No. And now it looks like, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'm taking a little medicine here. Will Levis has looked a little better than I thought he would. But now Derrick Henry's aging, and your best receiver is also aging, and you traded away the one of the best receivers you've had, and he's playing for you know a team that goes to Super Bowls. So it just feels like, yeah, mm-hmm. Titans missed their window again. And I just don't know what the Titans' identity is under Brable. It's like don't have one anymore. we're going to play defense and run the ball. It's like – I think Henry's uh, probably done, don't you think? I don't know if he's done, but he's never going to be. Not with the Titans. He's, he's never going to be the same you know, back he was. Because you might yeah. need the draft picks for him. Somebody might give up something to get you some more draft picks. Yeah, like draft. I really thought they were going to do that before the trade deadline. I thought they're, yeah. like, he's never going to be worth more than he was. Like You count him out, and then he goes and gets 100 yards and two touchdowns. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And, you know, so, I mean, that's the way they have to play. They're not explosive, you know. Like, right. No, they're not. Mm-mm-mm. They they get rid of all their explosive players when they have them. It's it's baffling. <laughs> That's just what they do. It's at our top of the hour break. Stay locked in. You're listening to three and out right here on Fan Run Radio. <laughs> 